passing Live this life But son, we don't see shit She caught my eye Man, make my wife I know she wanna be saved She sending a time Have a good night What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Inside the Dome. I am back. I had to take a hiatus yesterday, and we'll explain that in one second. I'm Carlin Jacob. I'm joined today with John Darrow and Lance Johnson. Welcome back, Lance. I missed you yesterday. I will, you aren't here. How are you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Um, how about you? It sounds like you had quite a story to tell. Yeah, you had a story to tell. So. I want to try to explain this in the like shortest part possible for the internet. Um, my dad's truck was parked out front of our house, and uh, John knows this as well. Uh, everyone parks out in front of there when you come visit me, just because it's the easiest place to park. You're not stuck in my driveway, whatever. And I was out. I was actually at the gym, and I was on my way home, and I called my parents. And I said, I'm on my way home. I'll see you shortly. I got to stop at the gas station. Five minutes later, my mom calls me and goes, where are you? And I go, about to get on the turnpike and she goes hurry up your dad's truck just got hit and so long story short i get home a drunk driver came down the road and smacked into my dad's truck that's on top of the road it was past uh it was in front of the sidewalk it got smashed into uh the car got smashed into my dad's truck it set it flying into my yard. So my dad's truck was sitting in the front yard. I'll send you guys pictures later. But literally, I got home and I'm call- I called John on my way home. And I was like, yeah, Kevin can't do the podcast tonight. And he's like, I gotcha. So I was dealing with that yesterday. Thankfully, everyone was okay. And I guess that's all that matters at the end of the day. But yeah. it's never a dull day in life. Never, ever a dull day. It is never a dull day. Uh, yeah. That that really does suck, but thank you, Lance, definitely for uh, yeah, joining me Lance, yesterday. I, I really do appreciate it, dude. Yeah. I really, really do. I would have been. Got you guys. Yeah, I would have been by myself sitting there talking about like sixteen NFL games, and I probably would have lost my voice. But thank you very much. But it is time, guys. It is time. We have finally made it to the bowl games in college football, and. We have predicted 14 weeks of college football so far, all the way up to the conference championships, and we'll we'll talk about that too, but we finally made it. So looking at our Carlin and I's head-to-head right now, I am still up by 10 games at the moment. I have a 217 and 55 record, and Carlin has a 207 and 65 record, so I am up. By 10 games on Carlin so far. Looking at our conference championship predictions. Actually, no, did we go? I think we went through those already. Did we? I can't even remember. Too. Yeah, we did because we did our Army Navy review and we talked about yeah. it. Uh, okay, we won't go through and, that again then. The 217.55, does that include Army Navy? That does not. I did not actually update. So you're actually up by 11 then. Because yeah, you I got, predicted Army, right? Yeah, I pre- I predicted Army. Let's go. So I am up by 11 now against Carlin. Are Superdogs back in play or no? They are actually, eh, for this I episode, know. no. I Next. did not have enough time to think about it. 
I will say no for this episode. We will not do super dogs, but we can do them next week. We got a lot more games, so we can maybe do it next week. But this week, we only have 11 games to predict, so this will not be as long of an episode. And to be honest, these probably aren't the greatest teams. Hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't give them the, like, hate. They made I, it to the bowl game. They got over yeah. six wins. That is impressive. You didn't let me finish football. You didn't let me finish. I was going to say, every team that we will talk about over the next four weeks, they de- they did something to earn a spot here. All of them did. Six wins is not easy. And big congrats to the teams like James Madison. I think they're going to be in next week's episode. They really deserve it, in my opinion. But we got 11 games to predict this week. 22 teams. We will go over. We will make predictions for all of them. And let's get right into it. First game we will predict of bowl season. And this will happen on December 16th as well, these first couple games. We are predicting from December 16th to December 22nd. So those are the games we are doing for week one. So the first one on December 16th, Georgia Southern versus Ohio. Georgia Southern had a 6-6 six and six record. Ohio had a 9-3 and three record. And right now for this game, Georgia Southern is favored. Minus three and a half. But anything could happen. This is the Myrtle Beach Bowl as well. I'll start with Lance. I'll start with you if you want. You can have the first prediction. Georgia Southern or Ohio. Well, let's see what we got here. We got these two teams and just looking at what these two teams have done so far in terms of looking at both of these schedules. I mean... Other than not paying attention to them, that's all I could come up with. But I'll go with I'll go with a hunch here. I will take I'll take Ohio on this one. I like it, Ohio. Now, if if you're like John and me, and you're from the great state of Pennsylvania, you know our friends to the west aren't our favorite people in the world. We always blame Ohio for being Ohio. And Ohio's not favored. Now, have we watched any of these teams play at all this year? Absolutely not. Maybe the UCLA one, which we'll get to that. But it's Ohio. Never take Ohio. Give me Georgia Southern. Well, you just said never take Ohio. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to take Ohio because I have reasoning. I have some reasoning. First off, Ohio has won their past three games. They beat Buffalo, beat Central Michigan, and beat Akron. Two, Georgia Southern are on a four-game losing streak right now. Lost to Texas State, lost to Marshall, lost to Old Dominion, and lost to Appalachian State. And they got embarrassed that, so they have lost four games straight. I'm going to say they make it five here. I'm going to take Ohio with Lance. I'm going to do it. So our first little difference there. But we will see. Next game, we got Howard versus Florida A&M. This is the Cricket Celebration Bowl we got here. Howard has been in the news a lot for non-football-related reasons, so we will not get into any of that. But 
Howard had a 6-5 and five record. Florida A&M only had one loss this season. They went 11-1 and one as well. Their only loss this season, I am pulling it up right now. As we speak, they lost week two against South Florida by a score of 38-24. to 24. That was their only loss. Florida A&M has won the remaining games. And I already made my pick. One of the two picks I already made before this episode. I'm going to take Florida A&M. They've had a great season. Howard's been streaky at times. I'd never even view Howard as a football type of school. It's usually just smart kids there, I would say. But I'm taking Florida A&M here. Who do you guys got? Anybody can go. Lance, you're up. All right, I'll go. Um, with Florida A&M that we're talking about here, they did have a pretty good season and just – Looking at what they got here, they do put a little more effort than Howard does into their football program, and it just shows that they have done so well throughout the season, better than what Howard could put on the table. So I will also side with you, John. I would take Florida A&M as well. All right, Carlin. <laughs> Howard is not favored. Uh, they're plus six and a half. Florida A&M. Florida A&MR. What does A&M stand for? What does Texas A&M stand for? <laughs> what does Texas A&M stand for? <laughs> Seriously, what do they stand for? Keep talking. I'm looking that up right up. now. <laughs> okay, yeah. so none of us know. Yeah. Um, Saturday noon, Howard... You know, if, it, if the spread wasn't so high, I would rock with Howard because I'm down and I'm desperate right now to get up with the points to catch up to John. I got but this, by the way, I don't I don't think this is the game to pick. Give me Florida A&M, which A&M means the Agricultural uh, and Mechani- Mechanical College of Texas or in this case the College of Florida. Florida. So it's a mechanical school. It is. It's kind of like So the Aggies do. is a mechanical school. Carlin, you could have went to one of these. I could have. You could have. Ain't gonna lie. It's gonna win. I like it. I like it. Also, I want to give a quick shout out. We are gamers here, at least Carlin and I. Quick shout out to Lego Fortnite. Very fun game. Dan Smith and I, fellow OG member, we have been grinding out on this Lego Fortnite map for better part of six hours, I would say. And we have built a very, very nice village, I would say. Carlin recently just joined the world, so. A little multitasking happening during this podcast as well. A little shout out to that. But next game we got Jacksonville State versus Louisiana in the R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. That is a long name. Say that a bunch of times. But congrats to these teams. They made it into a bowl game. Jacksonville State is favored, minus three points. Jacksonville State had an eight and four record. Louisiana had a six and six record. Let's start with you, Lance. Who do you got? All right, all right, all right. So let's take a look at this. Jacksonville State, a heavily offensive team, coached by the former head coach of West Virginia. His name is Rich Rod. Everyone knows him here. You either love him or you really, really hate him. And those West Virginia fans understand. So just looking at what we got here, we got 
a more of an offensive team. And then looking at Louisiana here with what they've done so far, six and six, fifth in the Sun Belt West. See, they just beat UL Monroe by a lot, by a score of 52 to 51. But before that, they had a three-game losing streak. But most of these games were pretty close. I mean, it wasn't like they got blown out or anything by that much. But I will have to take Jacksonville State on this one. I think they could definitely pull it off here. So, yeah, I'll roll with Jackson State. I will say, Louisiana, you lost to Troy. And let me correct me if I'm wrong, Lance, but Troy is the home of the great Jared Dagey of WVU. Am I correct on that? Yes, you sure are. And also Coach Neil Brown. Indeed. So if you lose to Troy, you will not win your bowl game. Give me Jacksonville State as well. Carlin, who do you got? I am seriously going to show myself in the with these picks. I'm calling it right now. You know where this bowl game's at? It's in Louisiana. Yeah. And you know what UL is? University of Louisiana. You, the Louisiana is going to show up for the Lafayette's. Give me UL Lafayette Twins game. Wait. Yeah. I'm taking I'm going against you guys. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going against you guys. Give me uh yeah, yeah Louisiana. It's on um FanDuel it says UL Lafayette. That's why. Okay. I, I was like wondering, I'm like, what are you what are you no, saying no, there? No, 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 yeah, yeah. I got confused for a second, but yeah, I, I got you. You're already a different place already. Interesting. Interesting. You got to make a big comeback here, Carlin. I ain't going to lie. But next game we got. Very happy this game is happening, at least with this team. Miami of Ohio versus Appalachian State. And looking back at the last week we predicted, the conference championships, Miami of Ohio played Toledo in the MAC championship. And I remember, I picked Miami of Ohio. Carlin picked Toledo. Guess who was right? I was right. I was right on that one, which helped extend my lead much more. Miami of Ohio went 11-2. and two. Appalachian State went 8-5. and five. Miami of Ohio is a champion right now. And I'm going to take them here again. This is only, to my knowledge, this is only the second time we have talked about this team, Miami of Ohio, I think. Last, yeah, last week and the week before. And this week. I think that is it. So, so Lance, I'm going to jump ahead of you. We have a friend who goes to Miami of Ohio. That's also why I picked them. Good friend of ours. Uh, shout out to you, Drew. Uh, you, you love Miami of Ohio. You just transferred there two years ago, I think it was. Correct me if I'm oh, wrong. He's uh, loving it. He's, it seems like a great atmosphere. Good football school. They obviously beat. Um, Toledo in the MAC championship. Blue Combs went to Appalachian State. Give me Appalachian State. Also, Appalachian State's favored. Look That's why you. you're going for the upset. Appalachian State's favored minus six and a half. So if we were doing super dogs this week, Miami of Ohio could be your super dog, John. Just saying, but nope, we're not doing them. 
We're not doing them. I feel like a lot of these matchups are going to be close in a sense. There's like a lot of factors too, like who's even going to play and who's not going to play. So it's kind of hard to do super dogs during these. So I don't think we're going to do it at all. We'll see maybe next week. But uh, Lance, who are you going to side with? Oh, well, look what we have here. The spoiler of college game day for GMU. And that is Appalachian State. Now, they're not a bad team. I mean, they were able to pull off that upset win in overtime against James Madison with a score of 26-23. I mean, man, who would have expected that to happen, especially on college game day? I mean, all props to those guys, but let's see. They also put up a close fight with North Carolina earlier in the year. And so, I mean, this is not a bad team. This is actually, in fact, a pretty good team. They are second in the Sun Belt East. And just taking a look at the other side here with Miami, Ohio. Yeah, Miami, Ohio, the home of quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. And let's see. Oh, yeah. And yeah. They did beat Toledo, didn't they? They did. They did get that right. Man. Of course. (laughs) This would be a pretty cool matchup to see, but at the end, I mean, just deciding between those two right there, I will have to pick Appalachian State on this one. Lance. I will go against the fake Miami. (sighs) You're going to get it wrong, my man. You're going to get it wrong. No. I, I you, said it you're first. Crazy. You're We're crazy. teaming up against you, John. Lance, it doesn't work out most of the time when you do that, I will say. So we will see that. I might be wrong. I might be wrong here. Next game we got New Mexico State versus Fresno State. The Battle of the States here. I think we talked about Fresno State a little bit on the podcast. I think we talked about both teams before, but... This is in the... I'm going to pull up the full name of this because I only write the abbreviated name of this bowl. Eh, it's the New Mexico Bowl. That's essentially what it is. So New Mexico State is playing in the New Mexico Bowl. It it, it It's literally called the New Mexico Bowl. What a name right there. What a name. But New Mexico State had a 10-4 record this season. Um, their only losses. Lost to Liberty. Just recently. Actually, that was in the Conference USA Championship. So we actually predicted New Mexico State last week. And last week, we both picked Liberty to beat New Mexico State. And we were both right. Liberty beat them 49-35. to And besides that, though, they were on a huge winning streak as well. I'm counting like seven to eight game winning streak here. They were on fire until their loss to Liberty. So New Mexico State. Had a very solid end to their season, aside from the loss to Liberty. Fresno State, actually, I think this is a different team here. Yeah, so Fresno State actually played New Mexico at one point, not New Mexico State. Lost 25-17. to 17. They have actually what? lost their last three games. Lost to Was San Jose Fres- State, New Mexico, and San Diego State. Not to cut you off, but wasn't Fresno State raked at one point in the season? I think you are right. They 
I do recall them being ranked at one point because they started off five and zero. Um, they beat Purdue. They beat Arizona State. Beat Kent State. Beat Nevada. Then they lost to Wyoming. That might have done the trick. They lost it. Um, yeah, week we, five they entered yeah. the top five. And then I think yeah, they lost to Wyoming. They were at twenty five and twenty four at one point. And they lost to Wyoming, and they never made it back since. So Fresno State, we've talked about them a little bit. Talk about New Mexico State, too. New Mexico State is the favorite. They are favored only minus three and a half, though. Guess what? I, I ain't feeling favorites today. I really am not. I'm going to take Fresno State on this one. They had a great season, and I think they finished it strong here with a nice bull win. Carl, a nice bull win. Hmm. Fresno is favored. But here's the deal, and I think you summed this up pretty well. They choked at the end of the season, losing those final three games. Yeah. If they didn't lose those games, I would take them. But they did. Give me New Mexico State. All right, Lance, once again, you got to pick somebody to join. Who do you got? Okay. We got, let's see what we got here. New Mexico State, ooh, an eight-game winning streak, and one of those games in the eight-win win streak was beating Auburn by three touchdowns at Auburn. Isn't that crazy? I mean, who would have expected a team like New Mexico State out of all teams to pull something like that off? Rest in peace, my friend, who goes to Auburn. But And looking at Fresno State, I mean – they were on track, but it was just those last three games where they kind of fell off the wagon hard. And, I mean, could that continue? I would say yes. It just seems like they don't have answers to the problems that they got right now. So I will also join Carlin on this one as well. Give me the Aggies. Lance, you are just picking the wrong side here today, my friend. You are picking the wrong side. I am up by 11 on this man. I am up by 11. You are siding with him. I don't know, Lance. I don't know. Might not be the right track. I think the reverse card will turn to you. We will see. We will see. Next game, though. Got a little bit of star power here. UCLA versus Boise State. And this bowl... It up right now. The Starco Brands LA Bowl. That is what it is called. I just called it simply the LA Bowl. Uh, looking at some top players, Boise State, actually, when you look at the top passing leaders, rushing leaders, and receiving leaders for this game entirely, they all come from Boise State. Uh, Green, the quarterback, 1,700 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. They're running back. Genty. 1,200 rushing yards, 14 touchdowns. And their receiver, McAllister, had 873 receiving yards, 5 receiving touchdowns. They are the leaders in this game. Nobody on UCLA popped up. UCLA, though, is favored by minus 4. And UCLA had a good season at times. They were ranked sporadically at one point. Actually, there was a nice four-week five-week stretch in a way where they were ranked then unranked and they were ranked again and during that period they beat nc central when they were ranked 24 then they lost to utah by a score of 14 to 7 
Then they beat Washington State to be ranked again. Then they lost to Oregon State. And then they beat Stanford, beat Colorado. Actually, there was a lot more. But then they lost to Arizona. And Arizona was kind of the story of this season. They came out of nowhere, and they were beating ranked teams week after week after week. UCLA is one of those teams that lost to Arizona. And that's kind of where their season derailed a little bit. They had a loss to California, 33-7 to to end their season. They did get a win over USC, though, 38-20, to but neither team was ranked at the time. So UCLA has had a little turbulent season, in my opinion. Boise State had a record of 8-5. and five. They finished their season on a four-game winning streak, beating New Mexico, Utah State, Air Force, and UNLV in the Mountain West Championship, which, now I got to look back at it, we predicted that game, and I was right. I was right. Boise State won against UNLV in the Mountain West Championship. Carlin, you predicted it wrong last week. So, what am I going to do this week? I'm going to try to go two for two here. I am going to take Boise State to win this game. I'm going to take them. Lance, what about you? Well, I would say fear the Chip Kelly I guess you would say. I mean, let's see, UCLA, have they helped me before? Yes, they've had. They helped me beat Washington State. I picked over Washington State because Washington State kind of fell off from that. And then looking at the rest, I feel like Boise State, uh, I'd hold off. I'd pause on that for a moment i want to look a little bit more into what boise state could do as well because i mean i think they could put up a fight they definitely could but i just feel like ucla will be able to put better numbers on them so i'll take ucla on this one oh my goodness lance this is three in a row here i mean three in a row lance why why would you pick different from him Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Boise State has one of the coolest football fields in college. True. Football. Yeah, they do. They got that the blue nice field. blue turf field. The blue turf field. It's beautiful. It's always a sight to see. Last time, I decided not to take Boise. And it didn't end up well for me. This time, I'm not going to make that mistake. Give me Boise State to win this game. Take that, Lance. You ain't with Carlin this time. <laughs> Just kidding. I love I'll, being I'll the minority. You have shifted to the minority in the picking here. But we will see if that continues here. Next game, and might I add the final game that will take place on Saturday, December 16th. California versus a Big 12 team. Texas Tech. Lance and I got to watch Texas Tech this season at West Virginia, and they lost to our Mountaineers. California, though, had a 6-6 six and six record, so barely qualified. Actually, both of these teams had a 6-6 six and six record, so both teams barely qualified for a bowl game. California ended their season by dominating UCLA by a score of 33-7. to They also beat Stanford 27-15, Beat Washington State, who was ranked earlier in the season, 42-39. But they did 
lose some big games against ranked teams four straight weeks. Lost to Oregon State. Put up a good fight, though. Lost to Utah. Lost to USC by one point, might I add. And then got killed by Oregon. So, bit of a turbulent season for California, but they have gone up against great competition. Texas Tech, on the other hand, got obliterated by Texas in their final game, 57-7. to uh, They beat UCF, though, 24-23. I will say this with Texas Tech. Confirm this with me, Lance. Um, Tyler Shuck, who was their starting quarterback, has officially transferred. Is that correct when I say that? I believe he did. I believe he did. Yeah, he did. And he, according to what I'm seeing, yeah, he has committed to Louisville, actually. Louisville. Oh, wow. Yeah, just a week ago when that happened. Jack Plummer has great competition down there with Tyler Shuck coming in. Honestly, Tyler Shuck might be Louisville's starting quarterback next season. Actually, it might be Jake Plummer. I might have said that wrong. But, wow, he is going to Louisiana. Or wait, Louisiana or Louisville? Louisville. Louisville, that's what I thought. That's why I was, okay, I was still saying the right player there. Good. I'm going to take, who am I going to take? I went first last time. Lance, who are you going to take? Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll take the Golden Bears on this one. All right. Carlin, who are you taking? Who? Patrick Mahomes. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Went to Texas Tech. You did? However, he's the biggest crybaby ever. Give me California. I'm going to join the both of you. On this one, California finished their season strong. Texas Tech, they did have a win over Kansas. I will give them that. But seeing them personally, too, they have their struggles. I don't see them winning this game here. I am going to take California as well. Can I, can I, can I ask one thing? Yeah. How did, why did Mahomes go to Texas Tech? Like, out of all the schools, why did he pick Texas Tech? Because I do think that Cliff Kingsbury was there, too, back then. So he did get to learn under Cliff as a coordinator. So, I mean, then again, the landscape changes from back then. It does. True. But, like, you know, I feel like, I don't know, just how with how good Mahomes is, I feel like he would have got offered somewhere else besides Texas Tech. But then again, if you go to a Bama, it's hard to be a good quarterback at Bama to shine different from everyone else. That is the thing, too. With, With college football, too. It's all about getting that opportunity. Sometimes when you go to teams like Bama and Ohio State, you have to sit, and sometimes you won't get that shot. Like, look at look at Arch Manning with Texas. Quinn Ewers is staying another season. It is very likely Arch Manning transfers out to go to another school to get playing time. It could happen. I think Arch Manning will enter the transfer portal. My prediction there. But we will see. That is a story for another day. Next game, actually, let me just, that went a little too high there. So now we are moving on from Saturday. Those were all Saturday, December 16th. This next game here will take place on Monday, December 18th. This will be the only game on Monday. Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. This is in the famous 
Toastery Bowl. I wow. love that name. That is a great name. The rip off, rip off Pop Tart. <laughs> wow. Can I go first? Wow. You want to go first? first? I'll go first here. Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. Now, John and Lance are going to pull up a stat, see how they did this season, you know, all that stuff. I don't care about that. I just like picking the names when it comes to no-name schools, in my opinion. And that's what I'm going to do. Fun fact, there's a country band called Old Dominion. Wow. And they make pretty good songs. And for that reason, that reason only, I'm taking Old Dominion. Also, they're favored minus two and a half. So it is true. Lance, who do you got? Well, let's see. We got Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. And we all know how much John loves his country music. So I will also join with you, Carlin, and picking Old Dominion over Western Kentucky. Do you like do you like country music, Lance? Yes, I do. Like, I found someone. Opinion. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, get fist bumped through the screen. Boom. Wow. <sighs> okay. Uh, I just lost my train of thought there because of country music. <laughs> These two teams, Western Kentucky, they had a 7-5 and five record, so they got in pretty easily. Old Dominion barely got in. And if my phone loads, I could see how they got in. But, wow, they're not even letting me pick a team. Okay. Old Dominion, six six and six. They're not favored, or are they favored? Old Dominion is favored, yes. So they ended their season by beating Georgia State. They actually had an upset of their own, I believe, against UNC. They beat them 25-24. to 24. They were on a two-game winning streak, lost to Liberty, though, 38-10. to 10. And they also lost to James Madison at one point, too, 30-27. Nearly beat... The great James Madison, who is honestly the team that everybody loved this season. Western Kentucky, though, two-game winning streak of their own. Beat Sam Houston and FIU. Who to join? They also lost the Liberty this season as well. They also got killed by Ohio State, 63-10. to Who am I going to take? I'm going to take Old Dominion. I'm going to join the two of you on this one. I see happening. I'm just going to pick the team that is favored here. Next game, though, we got UTSA versus Marshall in the Frisco Bowl. Lance, you and I know Marshall very well for a different sport, soccer. Marshall is a very good soccer team. What were your thoughts, Lance, when you heard that West Virginia was out of the playoff? I know you weren't here to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I watched that game live, and I actually did the pre-half post-game show for that during the time and just watching that game it it was disappointing to sum that up it was disappointing to see the result that West Virginia got during that game but at the end just looking at, at the season as a whole West Virginia has easily had the best season that it's ever had ever as a team so I mean there's nothing nothing to be mad about. So I was proud of what they have accomplished and with head coach Dan Stratford. So I'm just looking forward to next year. Yes. West Virginia had a great season, and I cannot wait at all for next season in college soccer. But 
back to football here. UTSA had an eight and four record. Marshall had a six and six record. This is actually called the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. This game will take place on Tuesday, December 19th. The only game on Tuesday as well. UTSA is favored. Minus 13 points. Right there. Minus 13. Heavily favored. And guess what? I'm going to take UTSA as well. I do not like Marshall. I've never liked Marshall. Nobody at WVU likes Marshall. Give me UTSA. Lance, who do you got? The whole state of West Virginia is covered in blue and gold, except that one corner of the state, which is known as Huntington, that is colored in the shades of green and drug overdoses. So even though Marshall might have been known as a football school, that football school that I'm talking about is a ball, a round ball with black and white spots, as we call soccer. So with what I'm talking about in the gridiron aspect of Marshall, they're not as good as their soccer team. So looking at UTSA, they got that major cultural change and everything like that. Give me UTSA. The Roadrunners are going to run all over Marshall. All right. I'm not sure right now if Carlin is here. He I'm here. I have to, he is I, here. He I is have here. to make this pick really, really quick, like super, super quick. I love you, boys, but one of my favorite football movies to watch, besides Remember the Titans, is We Are Marshall. It is such a good movie. It's such. It's just so sad, but it, like they make the best out of it. It's never seen it. Go watch the movie. Incredible movie. Also, um, their favorite plus 12 would I have, and if I get this pick right, I feel like I should get two points just because I'm down badly right now. All right. You're taking Marshall. Yes, I think he is. I think he just ran off to do what he had to do. Yeah, I think he yeah, yeah, write him down for Marshall. Yeah, I put him down for Marshall there. But, hey, you got two more games left. Told you all this could be a quick episode. It could be a very quick one. South Florida versus Syracuse. This is in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. I think I said that right, hopefully. It's Boca this Raton. Raton. I figured it was something like that. This game t- takes place Thursday, December 21st. Only game on Thursday as well. Syracuse is favored. Minus three points. Both of these teams had a six in six record. Syracuse, I feel like we've talked about them on the podcast before. Recently, they beat Wake Forest 35-31. to 31. They played Pitt. They played Pitt and destroyed them 28-13. to 13. Easy win. I mean, Pitt never wins. Let me get that right. Except if you're Louisville for some reason. Lost to Boston College 17-10. to 10. Against Virginia Tech, they lost. Against Florida State, they got destroyed 41-3. to 3. Got destroyed by UNC. Lost to Clemson. How does this team even get six wins? They have not beaten many good teams. Now, Florida, on the other hand, also don't beat many good teams either. Seeing if they play... South Florida, the only ranked team they played against this whole entire season is against Alabama, where they lost 17-3, to but Jalen Milrow did not play that game. They were determining between the other two quarterbacks on Alabama, but then after this game, they decided to go with Jalen Milrow, and that's when he started to take off. But 
they did beat Rice, though. They did beat JT Daniels. South Florida did. So that is something to be proud about. But Syracuse is a very well-known team, in my opinion. They really are. Syracuse is favored. Minus three. I'm going to take Syracuse on this one. Lance, who do you got? Yeah, now the problem I got with USF is their logo. And you know why? Because they got those horns up. Those horns got to go down. So I'm taking Syracuse, baby. That reason alone, Lance, is why they have to lose. If you say horns up, Carlin on this podcast has said horns up so many times. I'm not sure if he's here to defend himself, but he has said it so many times. I don't know why. He even had, I think one of the college football episodes that we did, you can look back on it might be on Spotify for listening to us on there. And you can see the pictures by each episode. And one of them, there's a picture of him that he's holding a sign that says horns up. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Texas. I still have that picture. Yeah. Texas. You should never celebrate Texas. I am sorry. Horns down and always. I will not take South Florida here. I will take Syracuse. You are joining me. I am assuming Carlin is not here yet, so hopefully he gets back before the end of the episode to make his final two picks, but we will move on to the final game we are predicting. On Friday, December 22nd, Georgia Tech versus UCF. UCF is a Big 12 school, so we do remember watching them, and they got destroyed by West Virginia. But UCF, for some reason, After they got destroyed by West Virginia, they absolutely obliterated Oklahoma State. This was crazy. Oklahoma State was ranked 15 at the time, and UCF won 45-3. It was incredible. Everybody at the radio, we had no clue that that was going to happen. UCF was favored by that game. UCF. I'm back. You're back. Oh, my. Dude, I just ran. Um... Did you, uh, are you talking about Georgia Tark? UCF, you are. Yeah. Um, I want to take South. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You are yeah, out of breath, my friend. I want to take South Florida here. All right. So, do you want to know why we said no South Florida? Why? Lane Sale. Because it's got the horns up. Those horns got to go down. Nah, horns up all the way, brother. Horns up all the way. Just as I thought. Just as I thought. Alrighty, back to Georgia Tech versus UCF. UCF did have a nice finish, in my opinion. Beat Houston 27-13. West Virginia lost to that team as well. They lost to Texas Tech, though, by one. UCF had a strong finish, in my opinion. They really did. For being Big 12, they had nice wins. Georgia Tech, on the other hand, I will remember Georgia Tech for having a very nice upset win against number 17, UNC. They beat them 46 to 42 they would go on to beat virginia after that lose to clemson it is at clemson though so that's tough to win there beat syracuse and then lost to georgia by only a score of 31 to 23 good effort by georgia tech in my opinion good effort and i am not a supporter of big 12 schools so i will not be picking ucf here i will be picking georgia tech and just seeing what the odds are for this game, UCF is favored minus four and a half. I'm going against that. I'm going to take Georgia Tech. Carlin, who do you got? The only reason I always remember Georgia Tech is because Georgia Tech beat Miami 
back during the regular season because all Miami had to do was take a knee. But they decided to run the ball and fumbled, and Miami lost, and Georgia Tech won. With that being said, I'm going to take John's pick as well. Give me Georgia Tech to win this game. We do not like the Big 12. We do not, except if you're West Virginia. Lance, finish us off here. Who do you got? Just looking at this with Georgia Tech and UCF here, it's just, man, that play by Miami, it was like, what you doing? But with Georgia Tech here, I mean, they've had some good games, and they've ever since what they've dealt with for the past few years, it's a developing team, and they've already done such a great job getting to this point already, and I'm expecting them to make a statement win by beating UCF, so I will join in the sweep with you guys. Give me Georgia Tech. That is the way to end it right there. That is the way to end it. It's crazy. The three of us, we have only picked for this week out of the 11 games, the three of us only picked two, three games actually. Three games. Actually, scratch that. Four games out of the 11. The same. We all picked Florida A&M, we all picked California, we all picked Old Dominion, and we all picked Georgia Tech. Other than that, we were all different one way or another. But, Carlin, you got some catching up to do. This could be the week where you start hey, to get closer. Hey, I'll tell you, if Marshall wins, I feel like I should get two points. But only if Marshall wins. I don't think so. Don't Lance, think so. Lance, if Marshall wins, I get two points. Nah. I don't think that's no. how it works, buddy. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Uh, sorry, Carlin. One win, I, you get one point. One point. Lance said it. Let's Lance go, Marshall. All right, all right, all right. Marshall will not win. I will say that. I will. I am confident on that. They will you not. Know, win. He's not going to win their bowl game either. Who? West Virginia. Well, guys, I think that was a great episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will say. Next week, we will talk about West Virginia. That is confirmed. Because next week, we have, we're going to go from 11 games predicting to 18 games to predict. Next week, we got a lot more. We will be covering from December 23rd to December 28th. That is from a Saturday to, what day is the 28th? To a Thursday. So we will be covering games from that slate. And then from the 29th and beyond will be the following week. So next week, we got 18 games to predict. So we will be doing that. Also, next week, we will do Under the Lights, as always. This week in the NFL, week 15 edition, I believe we are on. That will happen next and week. What else? I think I can say this confidently. Next week will be the Under the Lights holiday episode. Might be. Yes, it Actually, is. It will because be. then the following week, the day after, is the 26th. Um, John yeah. and I do not know what we're going to do about all of that yet. So make sure you stay tuned, uh, especially to next week when we can announce what we're going to do with that. But next week is confirmed. Holiday under the lights. That's going to be fun. That is going to so. be very fun. We'll make, we'll make it nice and special, I would say. Uh, we did the Halloween edition of under the lights a month ago that was a very fun one and we'll make this a holiday theme 
coming up. So, Lance, anybody else, if you have holiday-related questions, definitely ask us. We will answer them next week. We'll talk... And we'll talk about a lot of stuff, like Draymond Green just got suspended indefinitely. So Draymond Green, it. he did get suspended. That will be one of the topics we will discuss about because as a Warriors fan, that is very sad to see. May your holidays be merry and bright and apparently punchful as well. Yes, Draymond Green. What a story he is. But that will all be for next week, so stay tuned for Under the Lights this week in the NFL and Bowl Game Week 2 predictions. Stay tuned for all that. Make sure, as always, to follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, slash X, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find all those links and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website, and click the link in bio there. But other than that, a fun week we had. Thank you, Lance, for coming for two of the three episodes this week. We always love having you with us. It is truly an honor. But with Lance Johnson and Carlin Jacob, I am John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone. And see you next time on Inside the Dome.